Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. It's another episode Swat. of Two Tones. I'm here, your host, Tony Timberlake3. That's my Instagram and Twitter. My co-host is here. What's happening? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Tony Lee, um, T-O-N-Y-L-E underscore. Follow me on Twitter and um, everything else. Man, I'm here to have a good time and talk about all these beefs that's been happening this week. What's good, man? Write it down. My lead slanderer. What's I'm up? I'm chilling, man. Uh, you the prince slanderer. We out here, man. Just trying to get souls, right? That's all we doing. That's all we doing. Come on, man. Yo, I'm weak already. Um, it's the beef episode, yes. man. Bruh. What's up? The heat making everybody the, angry? The summer. It got to be the summer. It got to be the heat making these colors angry. Cause, uh, <laughs> but, but to be fair, some people involved in this beef aren't colored. But listen, so many beefs this week. Um, I woke up to beefs. Pause. You know what I mean? So many different altercations throughout this week. And I'm just ready to tackle them all one by one. We tackling all types of beefs from sports to music to people in their headlines. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. Listen, we're going to tackle beefs today. So, Tony, start it up. Start it up, man. What's up? We're going to start in the NBA with Shaq, Shaq Jersey, and Scottie Pippen. So give me give me the backstory on that, man. What happened with Shaq and Pippen, and why are they so mad? And why is, well, Pippen mad, should I say? All right. So, you know, everybody knows Shaq be clowning, but sometimes he takes the opportunity to take shots, whether it be at a particular player, a particular team. Yes. And this time he chose to take aim at the Chicago Bulls as a staff, <laughs> record label, and organization. Um, he put up a picture with two starting mm. fives, two all-time starting fives, one for the Lakers and one right. for the Bulls. For the Lakers, the starting five was Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, Elgin Baylor, Shaquille O'Neal, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The opponents were the Bulls. Their starting five was Derrick Rose at the point, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and Horace Grant at the Correct. five. And Shaq captured it by saying, we beat them boys by 50. Uh, now, um, Pippen responded, and they began to send Jack no, On Instagram, all types of pictures. Uh, Shaq called them Scottina yeah. and all types of, like, <laughs> slandering them and saying he a sidekick. And- yeah, he said Scottie Pippen was the best sidekick ever. He had his picture on a uh, team. Yeah, he was like, kick. I was puffy. He was mace. Like, like uh, he went out, yeah. dude. You know, and and he even he even showed the. Uh, everybody remembers the alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe <laughs> the Shaq that took them past the Pistons. He like this. What happened when Michael Jordan ain't there to protect you? You blow a seventeen point lead and lose in the conference finals. Yeah, but you. And without Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen hadn't been past the conference finals. Which so, is true. But you know you get salty. You know when a dude gets salty and rap and they start talking about their money and what they got. Pippen just posted a picture of it. Listen, I got six rings. That's all I got to say. Shaq started egging him. Like, all right, well, I got six rings. That's all I got to say. And you got five, yada, yada. But we all know Shaq is the better player. And Pippen just has more rings due to who? Michael Jordan. Now, Michael it's, Jordan. it's safe to say the argument. Would he get six rings without Jordan? No. We didn't get a ring without Jordan. They got close. You know what I mean? But. No, they wouldn't. Have yeah, they wouldn't. But, Jordan. I mean, they got close. I'm just saying. Like, Pippen wasn't a scrub either, right? He t- but on But to be fair, Michael Jordan has none without Scotty too. So Yeah, yeah. Because Pippen wasn't no push on people. Reali- they failed to realize that, like, Pippen a top 20 player. Like, period. Like, I ain't giving him 10. Yeah. But, easily. but, man, it's like. So. Yeah, he's easily top 20, but he's not top Yeah, two. and that all-time Lakers squad is like the, demolishing all-time Bulls squad. I mean, you got the GOAT on your team, but the Lakers bench alone, which you brought up to me earlier, 
even without a bench, oh, man, yeah. just the five, that five versus the other five is just you. Everybody on that Lakers starting five averages twenty points. Per yeah, game. but it's not gonna be no fifty point blowout like Shaq said. You got Jordan and Rose in his prime, and Pip, ain't gonna be a fifty point blowout. It ain't no blowout, bitch. Like it's not gonna be a fifty point blowout. <laughs> like it's gonna be the Lakers are gonna win. But, like, to say, like, 50 points, you're going to you're gonna run out the gym. Not when you got Jordan on the other side of that court, brother. Like, nah. It's not happening like that. So, I mean, it was all funny games. Shaq wasn't wrong for saying what he said. Pippen got a little emotional. Like, some of these other people's uh, people involved in the beefs you're going to bring up. And that's what happened. So, who you got in this beef, man? I got Shaq winning Jersey. 1-0. Yeah, I got Shaq yeah. winning this beef. Scotty, like, you, when you beefing, you can't go back and say, well, what I used to do or what I did as a whole. Like We're no. talking about you, too, brother. Like, I know you got six rings, but we talk about you as a player. Well, I got six rings, and that ended yeah. right there. Nah, well, he got five. Like, come on. Let's put the argument up. But, um, hilarious, man. That was the first beef you're going to tackle. We got a couple more. What's the next one, man? Run them down. The next one we out is Wu-Tang. Oh, uh, original Wu-Tang member, <laughs> Ghostface Killer. And Action man. Bronson. Action was on ESPN's Sports Nation with Marcellus mm-hmm. Wiley and Max Kellerman. Dope show. They brought up the fact that he sounds like Ghostface. True. Yeah. Accurate. Okay. And Action said, Ghost ain't rapping like this mm, no more. Confidently. With the real with the real confident smug. He had to I'm gonna sit Rubbing back, the beard. And, okay. Absorb, that I just said he ain't rapping right. like this no more. Then was then when asked immediately if those were shots, he said, nah. I'm just talking facts. Right. Talking all crazy. Just talking on the side of his mouth, right? Talking wild. Then it got to the Word room. got back to Iron Man. Word got back to Word got back to Pretty Tony. Yeah, yeah. Pretty Tony. The third of the, the, third the, third, of the three yeah, tones. Yeah, yeah I don't know um, that's one of the aliases. But that's that's why y'all don't want to mess with us. We slander y'all. That's all He got shooters in 50 states. We're going to just end it at that comment. But now, nah, um... Word got back to Ghostface. So Ghostface goes on the rant with Harold Melvin and the Blue Motes, Blue Motes, Blue Notes playing in the background, and Teddy P just killing a song called Be For Real. Ghostface going on, I'm a legend. Watch your mouth. Last time you ran your mouth, you apologized. Then you deleted the tweets. You know what? You fat mother. I'm going to get you next time. Watch your mouth. I got shooters. To me, it was. I wanted you to enjoy your summer. Now you might not enjoy your summer. A lot of people live through the summer, B. You hear me, B? In a full blown, yeah. full move along sweatsuit. With, with Tim's on, like in the heat, <laughs> bro. It was so. It was so ninety six New York. It was so ninety six New York. You know what? I don't way. think he dressed like that anymore. I think he got dressed like that for the video. The show. Like he was definitely in a pair of capris, flip flops. Nah, if Ghost was going to get dressed for a video, he'd have had the bathrobe on with, with the, the eagle on his arms, arm. Gucci flip flops. Yeah, they pray you know old to uh foot or whatever. But it's like yo, it was like <laughs> to me, it was doing the most. Like yeah, do that much, man. He said whatever. Ah, right, he tried to throw a shot at you, but you are OG. We know you great. He crossed you last time, but all that shoot you and I'm gonna kill you. It's not that serious, Ghost. I know how you get down. I know how to woo get down, yeah. but bro, really? Like, but I mean, he was talking over Teddy, and you hear this nigga? This nigga saying, "Be for real." And you go up. I'm like, I'm crying. Cause that video was hilarious. Like, I'm gonna have that video played at my funeral somewhere because all my life to be, I want that to be played at my eulogy. <laughs> I want to tell off everybody at my funeral. You know what I mean? But seriously though, like that was classic. So, I'll give it to Ghostface alone for that video. That was hilarious, man. Action Bronson, he then got on Twitter, though, and said, I apologize this time. I doubt he deleted the tweets this time. They're probably still on his uh, dash or whatever. And Action is a dope rapper. He, he just reminds me a lot of Ghostface. He's a dope rapper, dope style. And it's it's not, not a bad, bad thing. thing. But don't get on 
Yeah, don't but come up there. Don't talk crazy. You like, act like, yeah, mouth, you can't. Right? Like, that'd be like if that'd be like if uh, it's too many to name. But if somebody sounded like Jay, they're gonna be like Jay ain't rapping like this no yeah, more. Yeah, that's like the you, that's like certain, the truth getting up there. That's like the truth you, getting up there, and you know how the truth to be like. <laughs> nah, let's keep it real. The truth getting up there back in this prom. Yeah, I sound like Jay, but Jay ain't rapping like this no more. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you sound. You sound like the dude. So you sound like me, yeah. and you trying to play me. How you playing me? You my son, my nigga. Like, stop playing with me. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But it was funny, though. It, it was cool. Man, Action Bronson, keep doing your thing. Watch your mouth. He got shooters in 50 states. He got the tour schedule. He got the tour schedule, B. I got the tour schedule. <laughs> he put that tongue out, the old grandfather. You know what? Listen to me. Put them hands on his knees. I lost it. Um, <laughs> he, I, he said, <laughs> bro, I he lost hit the it. tilt on him. Like, he hit the tilt like you know you. You don't mess up, right? I'm a, right you don't mess up, right? right? But um, but yeah. So I get that one a ghost face, man. It was unnecessary, but still, it was funny, man. And the the other thing, the other thing with that is, we learned from some past incidences. You don't mention Wu Tang members because oh, other yeah. Wu Tang members will run and black your you. eyes out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you should be careful when mentioning. Yeah, don't don't talk members. about the woo, man. Just leave them alone. You know, you pray, you pray, you pray about them. You know, if you, only people can talk about them crazy is G Craig, G Craig Lewis, like he's doing a troop on hip hop DVDs. He the only person like that's why I'm gonna miss you every episode, my G, because you played me. But G Craig Lewis, shout out to you. I'm gonna get you every episode. Like you mentioned Jay Z every Yo, DVD. I'm gonna miss you every got, episode. We gotta start an unblock Tony. Unblock hashtag. Tony um, <laughs> petition. Yeah. 2015. But nah, real talk. So. It was funny. It was classic, man. That Be For Real record is hard, too. I listened to it more because of that video. Like, I played it all night. Like, I was all in my feelings. I said, thanks, Ghost. You went to, went to sleep, sleep with it. it. I'm like, Thank, thanks, Ghost. Be For Real. He woke up here and Be For yeah. Real. And you know, them real records, the old school records, the real soul records, they talk in the beginning. Like, they don't just start singing. They talk for a good half a song. They talk for a good... They talk, they talk for, for two minutes. minutes you know what? You minutes. know, let me talk to you, baby. Take your coat off. Sometimes I realize that happens. You don't hear that nowadays. But we're going off topic. <laughs> I mean, so I get out when the ghost. What's the next beef, man? We on the roll. I get out when the ghost too. <laughs> and it's this kind of um, there's an issue that ghost kind of touches upon without saying it, which is um, that is also prevalent in this mm, next topic. Mm-hmm. And this one is Nikki versus the MTV VMAs uh, and also Taylor Swift. So tell us what happened with that. Well, obviously, Nikki. I mean, I'm sorry. The VMA uh, video nominations came out. Nikki didn't get nominated for Anaconda. She felt some type of way. And not only that, but Phil and myself didn't even get nominated. So her whole thing was, well, if I was a different type of woman with slim bodies, yada, yada, shaking my butt in the video, then I would have got nominated. She didn't necessarily, like, go at Taylor Swift. didn't mention her, but Taylor Swift Swift uh, felt guilty, I guess, and got the sub and was like, well, I always loved you. What are you talking about? I'm not talking about you. And Nikki's like, what are you talking about? I'm talking in general. Which she was, I think, primarily talking about in general, but there was a shot against Taylor. I'm not going to lie. So the whole thing emerged off of her being mad because she didn't get the VMA nod for Anaconda. And she went on a whole rant about the industry and, and you know, race racism. And, and that's when she started to decide to talk about... I'm sorry. That's when she decided to talk up about... Um, Black lives and the industry and music, which is rare. She didn't get her nod, so then she speaks up about speaks up about that. So that was crazy, and here we are today, Nikki and Taylor, going at it. Now I'll say this: I saw, um, I saw last night when some of this was going on. I saw some responses um, about the uh-huh. situation, and in general, 
black artists complaining about mainstream looks. Man, talk about it. And the point of um, a lot of the tweets I saw was y'all argue and y'all complain about this award show and that award show, but when you showed up at the BET Awards, you said, well, what's this award yeah. for? You treat it like, like dirt. Like, and... Yeah. You don't... Like, I, I'm, I'm... Honestly, when Sam Smith didn't show up to the BET Awards to accept it, I'm like, y'all can't be mad at him because y'all do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, and we don't even... This is the thing, right? And it's goes... I miss... I low-key miss seeing the A-list black stars yeah, at the at BET Yeah, at black Awards, shows. Like the Beyonce's and yeah. the Jays. The Will and the Jada. Like, why aren't they there? Not... That that award show means all that much, but you make it mean more by you saying you validating, hey, I'm an A-list celebrity, but I'm here to support what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and that's been my grip for a while, right? Like we seek validation from the uh, award shows like the Grammys, the Oscars, where in all actuality, where white people or they say this is the standard, right? The Grammys, that's the standard. The Oscars, that's the standard. But when we try to validate, we look at validation from those people, right? But when we award ourselves and uplift each other, we treat it like garbage. Like when black people come together, BET, let's get an award show together. Let's do this. Let's honor each other. We don't care about that. They said that's the standard. So we're looking at what they said as a standard, and we treat that like gold. And what we treat, what we make of ourselves, we treat it like garbage. And that baffles me, right? Like we don't appreciate one another as black people say, all right, Soul Train Awards, uh, BET Awards, Essence, whatever. Let's celebrate each other. I ain't coming to this award show. I'm showing up late. What is this? They treat it like garbage. But the Black Lives Matter, yeah, though, right? and but we don't care about black art. Yeah, stuff. that's the thing. Like the Grammys and Oscars, we're so uptight about it because they said that was the standard. Because white people got together and say, you know what? We decide what's good and what's great, and we're gonna give it awards, and this is what matters. And now that's the standard, and that's what people look towards. Look, look for it. And listen, if I was an artist, would I want a Grammy? Yes, give me an Oscar too. But appreciate those given to you by your own, right? When be, don't try to bring up a race issue where you don't care about your own races giving you things, right? You don't care about, you know, the, the empathy shown from us. So it's crazy to me, man. We don't appreciate ours, but we appreciate the things they give us. And I don't want to make it like a black and white thing, but it is a black and white thing. Let's just keep it real. Let's just be honest. And listen, it was crazy to me. So like Nikki went on her rant, whatever, and everybody got in. Perez got in. Um, Katy Perry just got in. Um, who else? Somebody else. There was somebody else notable. But somebody was commenting on it. And a lot of, like you said, a lot of different artists came and they talked about it. But it's a real issue what Nikki's talking about. And it goes back to Jay Culver's on the, um, to Elvis and... On Firestarters? Fire Squad. He said Firestarters. Bro, where's he? Yeah, Fire Squad. But Firestarters. (laughs) But yeah, Fire Squad. It it was definitely... Like Elvis stole rock. Elvis Uh, stole black music. We know that. A lot of the Beatles, they kind of... The sixth Beatle was black. People don't realize that. It was a black guy and they helped their stuff and... A lot of people stole black culture music, and this it happens year. Maroon Five got PJ Moore. Right, I'm just right. kidding. I'm just kidding, y'all. That's a joke. <laughs> but I'm yeah, just like that's a joke. Cultural appropriation, even through music, is crazy. But yeah, so this beef was crazy. I don't think Nikki, like she didn't directly go at Taylor, quote unquote. But come on, it was a sub. Taylor was smart to catch the sub. But Taylor, you have no business talking and speaking up, saying, "Oh, you should just try harder." Yada yada. But you know what it is. You know what time it is. You're a young white cute girl, and you're America's sweetheart. Of course, you would get over Nicki Minaj with a voluptuous butt and hips and talk crazy. And I hate it when they, the narrative in the media, like they give Nicki a crazy looking picture and give Taylor the sweetest looking picture like they could ever find. And I, I hate that. But that's how the media spends things. Well, I'll say this. If we don't give them certain images, they can't use. Yeah, but Nicki images. had many of like types of normal images also. Like that's those crazy images. That's her character, Demeter. But come but on. You leave, but you're nah. still leaving it up to somebody 
you're still leaving it up to a biased system, a biased person. You're leaving it up to whoever's writing the article, whoever's formatting the website, to pick an image that they think yeah, represents and that's you. A- and if they think that you're represented by the anaconda, the anaconda uh, mm-hmm. promo videos and the anaconda cover, then that's what they're going to put up. But for it's, you. See, it's deeper. Things that and I'm glad you said that, that, but it's deeper than that, though. Like, it's deeper because it's always the black person kid puts up that way. You can see the white people nice, normal looking pictures. But I'm, but again, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. It's deeper. It's deeper you're, than what we're talking it about. It goes back yeah. to you're dealing with individual biases, cultural biases, cultural sheltering, cultural um, right, right, ignorance. Right. So you're telling me somebody that is a staff writer for Rolling Stone that could have grew up in Nebraska. They're going to see these images and pick from it what they think you say you are. Yeah, but it goes deeper than Anaconda. Obviously, you haven't... You, you, no, that's it definitely saying. does. You didn't I'm just cover Nikki since Anaconda. I'm just using, you know what I mean? I'm just using this as... I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah, using yeah. this as the jumping right. off point. This is for everybody. I can't get mad if I'm giving you... If I have an image of me as, you know... If I dress like Prep okay, from okay. URL and then they got me on stage and I'm dressed like I don't know. Papoose. Pick somebody. Anybody Papoose. else? Papoose. Huh? Yeah, Papoose. <laughs> All right. And, or, no, not even Papoose. Yeah, yeah. 50 okay. I'll use 50. Bulletproof vests uh-huh. on, promo videos with the guns pointed at the joint. Like, I'm giving you the option to pick one of these two, but it's up to you to make the option now. Instead of just saying that I'm one thing. And I mean, we could say, hey, that's not fair. I mean, why should we only have to be one thing? But if you know that the media that's going to cover you has a bias, give them an, un- give them limit their options. So they can't portray you in things in a way that you don't want to be. Yeah. Portrayed. But that's not, I, that, that makes a lot of sense. Right. But it goes back to Trayvon Martin, and Eric Garner, when they die, what pictures they put up the crazy looking pictures, right? Yeah. Instead of the nice, but when white yeah. people do something, shoot up neighborhoods, blow up a building, they get the nice, calm-looking pictures. And, yes, it goes back to the individual being biased. But don't give me that. But then they do the same thing when we die and we're in the streets. And they give us the nice-looking calm. I mean, I'm sorry, the thugged-out, crazy, oh, the pictures from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But get the white person a nice, gentle, lily picture. I'm like, dude. And, and it is the bias. It's the system. And it's the racist, crazy, the F system. So, I mean, it goes deeper than that. Yeah, it's really crazy, man. So, it's way deeper than what we... It's systemic, it's just, and I, I agree with Nikki in the point that it's systemic. It's very much so. But we know what the problem is. But that, we know how this problem fleshes itself yeah, out. But keep going against it. We know what they right, will right. use. We know what the system Ammunition, will use man. to flesh it out. So don't give the devil a stick to beat you with. Yeah, but even if I do, like that, I still should demand some type of respect. I get the system is that way. Especially when you're doing it towards people of your kind, but towards me. But that's different. It's, it's a deeper, deeper. We, we can talk about the same thing. <laughs> it's very much deeper. Like, yeah. so it's crazy. And as artists like Nicki and all that, you're getting all mad about the system. I put in your music. Change. You be the change. You make a revolution. Not saying you can't be yourself. You yeah. should still be respected, which you should. But you talking about all this. Then you're going to go around, turn around, and do something else different. And kind of contradict everything you just said. So, I don't know, man. But, yeah, so Nicki and... Taylor, I get what Nikki's saying, so I don't get nobody that beef. It's just like I get both sides. Yeah, yeah. I get what Nikki's saying, but she gotta have some accountability too. Especially with Anaconda. Come on, Nikki. Like, I'm shaking my first of all, it ain't yours. Second of all, it's like but <laughs> listen, I ain't saying look listen, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Alright, next beef, yo. Alright, we cover Shaq. 
Nah, it ain't beef time. It's tone it down oh, time. Oh, you are right. Come on down. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You get it tone it down. You Bruh, get it tone it down. You on, get it tone it down. Everybody I was on gets tone it, tone it I was on Twitter contemplating so many tone it downs. Like, it, it could have went to anybody sweet. Could have went to Stephen A. Smith headline, him versus Black Lives Matter. Could have went to Nikki. It could have went to my brother for saying something stupid to me yesterday. However, tone it down this week goes to no one other than Meek Megaphone Mill. If you don't know Meek Phone, <laughs> Meek, Meek Phone, you don't know yeah. who Meek Phone is? Nah, but if you don't know who Meek Mill is, he's a rapper from Philly who raps about guns, drugs, and slanging that. He's notoriously known as a uh, street rapper, gangster rapper, yada yada. And um, if you need more clarification, he sounds like someone. And he's known by the song "I'm a Boss," right. Amen, House right. Party. Those are some of his right. And records. if you need more clarification, he sounds like someone who's ordering a food from the passenger seat in the drive-through. He screams like that, and he raps like he's mad at the mic, right? So Meek Megaphone Bill is getting toned it down because Meek was on Twitter last night talking crazy like he always does, right? When he's in his feelings, so Meek gets on Twitter and start talking yada 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 yada. Then he gets to a point where he said Drake doesn't tweet about my album. He didn't tweet about my album, so I'm a kid at him. And from that, he he's beginning to say Drake. You know, he doesn't even write his own lyrics. Then Twitter went in a frenzy. Meek is getting toned it down, not because just of yesterday, but he's been through a similar situation with this with Wale. Meek is known for getting to this. This was right. last summer when Meek's album was supposed right. to come out. Meek is getting toned it down because he's getting emotional about his album. Don't get mad because someone didn't tweet about your album. You went through the same thing before Wale. Now you're doing it with Drake, right? Just be mad i'm sorry just be happy at the fact that drake got on your album not only got on your album but watched you on your own song drake featuring drake he said it himself right one more time drake featuring drake, drake featuring drake. drake and meek mill sounds like that ex-boyfriend who just got broken up with his girl he tries to expose her by releasing the pictures and being all salty that's what meek sounds like right now right like this is a quick psa Anybody that's featured on Meek's album, whether you do sound engineering, the artwork, a rapper, a singer, even if you're in China in a sweatshop making a packaging, please find a way to get to Twitter and shop Meek albums out. Because, listen, if you don't talk about this man's album, this man will go through hell and back to throw you through the dirt. So, Meek Miller's getting toned it down. So, Meek Mill, please tone it down, you and your megaphone, or turn it off. And that goes to our next segment. We got to talk about this Meek Mill and Drake beef. What up, man? All right. So... A lot of these beefs are between, well, two of the four that we're yeah. talking about are between MCs. Man, listen. If this was 02, 03, 04, we would have another Street Wars mixtape. And a couple of dead bodies, but go ahead. You remember yeah. the joints, the mm -hmm. Street Wars joints? Dog, them joints was flames. Had the Ja Rule, this is the 50, the 50 joints. Yeah, Man, that's, what, ja, people, that's what rappers were rapping. And killing, shots. but rapping. They had uh, Kim and Foxy Man. throwing shots at one another. Remy throwing shots at Foxy. The classic thing. Like, everybody classic, was throwing classic, shots. Classic. Everybody. Um, Joe, Jadakiss, 50, everybody. Yeah. Um, but and even a couple weeks ago, there was a Meek Mill, Joe Button situation. Yeah. Button commented on the BET Awards and said he don't want his street rappers looking all lovey-dovey. Which, Which I, I mean, I, nah, it, it makes sense. Nah, I don't rock like, with that. Nah, I'm gonna look lovey dovey, bro. Nah, if I want my girl, I don't care about the hardest ish. If I'm with my girl and I love my girl, I'm gonna kiss her in public. I'm a grab, but I'm a I yeah. Come on, you. and I don't care if y'all think I'm a street rapper. You. When it comes to my girl, I'm soft. That's my baby. That's, shout out, babe. Whoever you are, I don't know who you are yet. But shout out, <laughs> shout out to babe. But listen, if, hashtag dear future. Where is going? Like I probably blocked on Twitter. I don't even know. But um, 
Real talk, like if I'm a street rapper and I'm known for that, I'm still gonna show love and be soft to my girl because that's my girl. That's like my mother coming around. Y'all, y'all expect me not to be like soft and loving my mother, hugging her? Nah, I'm being the same way. I get what Joe is saying. I get his demeanor, his demeanor and the business model. But nah, bro, especially Nikki. Yeah. Like Meek is in like heaven right now. Meek can't stop smiling. Like He's with that's what I'm saying. Though. You gonna stop being happy around that? Like it's funny because somebody was but, like, Meek, this is what happened when you finally get at uh, when my hug got nigga a chance. When it comes to Meek and Nikki, this is this what finally happens when you get that where my hug got nigga a chance and saying Meek is like whatever that where my hug got nigga. Obviously, I said nigga. God, that was harmful. I'm sorry, Meek, nigga. Um, <laughs> I change it. The E R the G A is different, bro. <laughs> you, I, I mean, know. we can talk about that I know, too. I know, I hold. I know. Hey, listen, I use nigga. We can talk about that in another episode and cursing and all that. I got a lot to talk about on that also. But um, back to Meek. So what what do you think about that Joe's comments and um? Well, I mean, I think that was very minor. I don't think yeah, it, it was, was worth all the humbug. I don't think it was worth Meek and Nikki trying to clown Joe. Like, Joe was just Joe was Joe. Man. Joe's being Joe. Joe's emo. He's very. Yeah. Everybody said, yo, Joe ain't the only Everybody person to that. say don't, that. Don't, yeah, don't come at Joe. Everybody on Twitter was lighting him up, talking about how he's smiling. I mean, all the girls was like, oh, relationship oh, goals. That. All the dudes was like, oh, this dude ain't as hard as he yeah. used to be. Come on. That's just Bruh. how it goes. So. It was a yeah. knee-jerk reaction. It wasn't anything serious. There was no... Joe ain't saying Meek couldn't nah, right. he was like, yeah. But Joe would have watched Meek. Later we talking this after, record. After, Joe after Meek started throwing shots, Joe said, you Stop don't Stop it. You can't rap. Meek, Knock it off. And we know that. We all know that to be true. He said, you don't rap to that level <laughs> for me to be. He does. He, he doesn't. I mean... But, um... So, yeah. What do you think about the whole ghostwriter thing and Drake, man? Because he's saying Drake... Okay. So, first of all, let's, let's address Meek... Meek's um, delivery of this message. Um, Via Tama. Why? Yeah, why, why now? Because Drake didn't tweet the album. But he, the album been out for like three, four weeks now. So... Yeah. Like, why now? Um, secondly, Drake is a huge reason why you are at the level where you're at right now. I, yes, Meek Mill a had a couple reason. hot songs. Not huge. I'm a Boss and Tupac Back. But Amen took him to another stratosphere. No, nah, that Dreams and Nightmare intro took him to another stratosphere. Amen was a radio record that he wouldn't have had if Drake yeah, wasn't. But what care? Amen didn't even really hit hard that much of it. I'm a boss hit harder than Amen. It hit hard, but I'm a boss hit harder, bro. Amen kept it going, but I'm a boss got him out there. So that's not. I'm a boss was out like a year and a half, and it was still Amen came out in New York, New Jersey radio. I hear you, but still, Bruh, that Dreams still. Was the mic was the intro played on pop radio? Okay, you got it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Drake gets yeah, you. No, no, no. Drake gets listen, you. Listen, I know the Drake effect. You I'm aware of the Drake get. effect. I wish I had it in my life. But listen, I'm aware of the Drake effect. <laughs> the Drake stimulus package. Shout out to Clap Word Radio speakers. Drake featuring um, Drake, man. But um Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of people that can thank Drake for getting them some extra spins. Exactly. And that goes till today. Rico. It happened with Amen. Yeah, he suplexed that nigga exactly. on Rico. Good God. Yo, <laughs> yo, he turned into Brock Lesnar on that joint. Suplex City. I hate me when um, I never met the man. If Drake wrote it, allegedly. Now we still on that. <laughs> all right, man. Um, Shout so, out to Quinn Miller. But, um, but nah, real talk, man. It, it's, I don't know. So, yeah, Drake does have some somewhat of a hand in like his, not success, but him being hot still with, with on a radio, should I say. But And not only that. Drake has been a frequent collaborator oh, yeah. with MMG, MMG, MMG yeah. as a whole. Yeah, you, you seen that Ross tweet Paris last Morton. night? 
the raw huh? sweet with um Drake and me. <laughs> oh, the Drake and <laughs> I was like, yeah, does he know what that he's was doing? Hilarious. But I mean, honestly, a lot of people on MMG can directly attribute some success to working right, right, with Drake. Right. right. Ross, Wale, Meek, almost all everybody in the game, Drake. like you said. So, I mean, yeah, so at this point, I mean, yeah, if you know something that maybe you're not pleased with, okay, just move forward with your relationship. Keep it quiet or text me. You Don't gotta, get on Twitter and try to air me out. Like, now you got the whole yeah, world thinking I'm like, right. I'm going to do the six without my rhymes. Like, like I ain't doing this. Like, <laughs> stop playing me. Like, but yo. But I mean, yo, I, and I, I sent you something yeah, yeah, earlier you sent me something, that, yeah. that was kind of like, hmm, we took this as a, uh, we took this one way before when it came out and i'm talking about if you're reading if you're reading this is too yeah. late um the third verse of no telling we all heard the line um you know people thinking they lions and tigers right, right, right. and bears i go hunting and put heads right. on my fireplace and we knew he was throwing shots at tiger all right, over right. that album white he watched so we took the we took the tiger of the lions tigers and bears but the lion Meek Mill's first album, he was half man, half lion on the album yeah. cover. I mean, then tie that in. I mean, that's a loose. loose. That's that might be a stretch. Even like album but cover let's from tie, show anyway. But yeah, he Shout did. Show. Shout out to Show yeah. Baraka. He, he stole from a classic uh, album. Meek definitely, jacked. but um, but, yeah, definitely word. Um, Lions and liars, go go peep that. But yeah, it was. Um, I mean, that's kind of far fetched, but it does. It, it can tie it in. But then, but then tying it into Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meek Mill's Meek Mill has a line talking about getting his dream girl. Drake said, "You getting your dream girl?" Yeah, he nothing said, to "The me. girl of your dreams is probably for me. It's probably not a problem." I felt that line so much. I was in my spirit. I don't know why. Like I wanted to. I, I don't know. I'm like I can relate because a lot now, of y'all dream girls now, ain't a problem. Let's tie for this me. in. Hypothetically, go ahead. Now, <laughs> now let's tie this in. We all know that Drake and Nicki were on YM, and Drake and Nicki have done plenty of records together, and Drake and Nicki have had. Plenty of very sensual moments on camera, on stage. Drake has openly professed his Every love other record, for I'm Nikki. a man, Nicki, Nicki, and married today. Me and Nicki going to get right, married. He was in the moment for life video while she was still with Bruh. SB, acting like he was about to marry SB Nikki. was freaking too. We're going to talk about that later. Now, yes. Bruh. Now, that was <laughs> acting, clearly, for the yeah. video. But it it has, I mean, even the record only on uh, Nicki's album. Him and Wayne talking about they lining up. If she break up, Word. With SB, they was falling that record. Like, like, I never like Nikki. No, they Drake. all openly said, "If I got a shot with Nikki, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm Steph Curry with yeah. the shot, boy." And like, but so I don't know, man. The thing is, when Meek me got salty, he tweeted that. Then you didn't have to go out and say that you don't write your rhymes thing. And that's we better touch on that next. But it's like, yo, okay, he don't write his rhymes. It went from not tweet about my album to. Oh, now you need to write your rhymes and shooting at everybody. Like, come on, like, and this is the thing. I doubt that Drake doesn't write his rhymes. Look at you, yeah, emotional. So, look at you, emotional. <laughs> but I, I doubt that Drake doesn't write his rhymes. I'm sure that he gets co-writers. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Now, I'll say this. I'll say this. Drake has sounded pretty much the same since '08. Yeah. Since so far gone, and even before then, his rhymes were tight on comeback season, room yeah. for improvement. We were checking for him. Yeah. A lot right. of people. So, for him, as you watch the progression of Drake's mm-hmm. career, there's no boost in rhyme capability like we saw with Wayne when the Carter yeah, One yeah. came out. Well, actually, probably 500 degrees. It was probably where Wayne started to catch his stride. Yeah. But mm-hmm. before that, we nobody was really checking for Wayne like that. Then and he, he, he took snapping. over the whole... 
How many years? But That's crazy. At the same time that he started snapping, there's been allegations that Gilly the Kid was right. waiting for him. But we haven't seen that with Drake. We haven't seen him be one way in his rhyme scheme or right. rhyme could change. Like, or quotable kid. Like, he's always been quotable. Yeah, always. Always. Like, always. Since day one. Yeah, even since Degrassi. Like, Degrassi. He's been. <laughs> Secondly, if he does have a ghostwriter, that means he would have to have had the same ghostwriter this entire time because the voice sounds exactly. the same. In terms of the narrations, the style of writing, all of it has been consistent. Yeah, everything. His approach is so, all similar. And nothing has changed. And everything is super personal. And that's Drake as we know it. So either this dude is always with you and he knows you wear well. He knows your life like that. Like he done, Drake has name dropped more girls over his career than uh, that. What verse was that on uh, What These Women Want from X? It was like yeah, 32 yeah. Oh, but women named Brenda, Drake. Lakeisha, Lakeisha. Drake's oh, yeah. probably not... Drake's probably named three times as many women on records. Just, I, I fell in love with this girl, and then I went to Houston. Yeah, and Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Like he was wild. Like, but, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Drake. I don't think Drake is ghostwriting. But this is the thing, right? A lot of people have uh, co-writers. Like, that's just what it is, even in rap. Yeah. But I think the problem now, what people are mad about, was the deception. Like, I don't think people are mad about Drake having writers or co-writers. But the problem was, like, I, I wrote this on Twitter, like. Don't brag about your pen, pen game and how great of a rapper you are and how this and that. Then you got somebody ghostwriting for you. Now, someone admittedly having co-writers and, and like, acknowledging that, we rock with it. But I think people are mad at the deception because as a rapper, which is way different than R&B and gospel and soul because we mm-hmm. songwriters are known in those um, genres, right? But in rap, like, True. The, originally... Outside, out in rap, outside of Dre and probably yeah, Puff. Yeah, saying the non-rappers. But, outside, you know... Rappers were originally known as rapping and owning their own. Hip-hop was different. Hip-hop, you wasn't known for having a ghostwriter. You're writing your own stuff. You know what I mean? Rappers are known for that. Other yeah. genres aren't. So when a rapper, we find out, we're like, hold up, a ghostwriter? We start clowning them. But that's what people are like, why you can't have a ghostwriter? Well, that's not what hip-hop was built upon. And it's a different sport now. I get it. But it's like, it's different. And when you brag about your bars and all that, but then you got a ghostwriter, people, they get mad at the deception. So I don't think people are mad at the co-writers because everyone is co-writers. I think like, that... I think that that might be the most important crux of that argument, though, is in hip-hop, you brag about your pen game. You brag about how you hide yeah, everybody but then it's like, around you. There's no singer saying, like, yo, I sing. Exactly. You know, exactly. some people, most singers aren't going to sing, I sing better than this, this, yeah, this. they're going to sing the song written for them. Y'all, y'all like y'all sharing bars in the bottom of Kendrick a Kendrick told us. Like, bro, and, Kendrick warned us. And y'all, y'all trash King Kuta, too. Tip Up Butterfly is the best album probably this year, hip-hop-wise, that dropped, in my opinion. Um, so, y'all trashed that album. Ken, Ken, Kendrick was telling us about it. Y'all ignored it. And Kendrick obviously writes this stuff, in my opinion. And I still think Drake, Drake does. But it's like, I don't know, man. Quentin Miller was noted in a lot of those credits that Beak shown. But, I mean, it was noted. My thing is, don't deceive me and say, oh, I'm this and that. But here's the thing. With ghostwriting, the assumption is that this person is not giving credit for yeah, what they've yeah, done. Yeah, that's my thing. Most ghostwriters aren't credited with songwriting At all. royalties. They get paid off to abandon yeah. their songwriting royalties. So, we, so that's not ghostwriting. That's yeah, co-writing. That's what, and exactly. It goes to the point. Like, I don't think co-writing is the issue. And I think people are missing that. But Meek got his feelings again. Drake didn't respond yet, to my knowledge. And... If Drake responds wow. on a diss record, man, Drake is still at, out in Wimbledon with Serena. Oh, man. He ain't working. Yeah, he in heaven this. right now. But um, he about to come back and be like, "Hold up, what?" Oh, man, please. but listen, I I want to hear a diss record, but people are saying like Drake ghostwriting, ghostwriting going. Bro, I do want to hear. Some <laughs> they say ghostwriting going to hop on a diss record I, and write. 
<laughs> I'm like, but Drake will watch me. We know that. Like, Drake will watch me. It ain't even, but it'll be nice to him. He's already done it twice. On his own song. It wasn't even this record, but he watched him on Rico. I mean, he really suplexed that nigga. Like, Rico was like, the rest of the song, I don't even listen to the rest of the song. Like, like be honest. Like, bro, when Drake's verse ends, it gets yeah, cut off. Matter of fact, send me that edited version, because I remember you sent me an edited version. <laughs> like we've Southern done with uh, Jay Givens yeah, and everything John else Gibbs. We, we slice everybody, everybody else off the record. Jay and John on. Um, and I was talking, that's crazy. The, um, go to this next topic, whatever. I was talking about that in Christian rap and, you know, different artists writing for who. But a lot of Christian rappers want to admit that. And I was just being me. You know, I'm going to talk about it. So, um, I don't know, man. There's it, a lot There's a lot going on on Twitter this morning. And from Drake and Meek and, and then, uh, what's it called? Jumped in. Not Vince Staples. Um, What's the, uh, Roscoe Dash. Hey, I don't know what he was talking about. Uh, I ain't heard a hot record from him since All The Way Turned Up. So, I mean, I'm since, uh, No Hands. So, man, listen. Yo. Yeah, so it was real, man. Who you, you giving this dog. one to? Well, Drake didn't even respond, so you can't even say, I ain't even I know mean, like. I kind of got to give this one to Drake, man. Right, in the silence. Drake has writing credits for everybody else, so why would he need them for himself? I don't know. All y'all Drake stands got chill, man. Yeah, Mika. I ain't a Drake stand, but listen, when you got writing credits for everybody else, people thought he was writing for Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why would he now need a ghostwriter if the assumption just four or five years ago was, yo, Drake is writing for Wayne? Yeah, man. Uh, Drake ain't, Drake ain't got a ghostwriter. To my, I don't want to believe that. I'm not going to believe that. I refuse to. God ain't tell me that yet, so till God tell me. I believe it. <laughs> he got co-writers, yes. Everybody's co-writers, but that ghostwriting stuff, I don't know, man. Then whole Twitter coming out, yeah. He... Uh, but I do want to say this. It's interesting that all of the shots are coming out yeah. now that Drake is making his exit from Cash Money. Right. Birdman and Young Thug, man, they, they out here wilding. They on the spree, shooting tour buses up and... <laughs> Throwing yeah. bottles. Uh, Vogan and wearing fingernail polish and just popping nines at the same time. Dangerous, man. But yeah, oh, man. man. You're hilarious. Yo, side note. Um, if you are listening to us, we thank you again for we listening to us and all of our hilarity. Um, but we definitely want you to check out Get a Bar at a Side by John oh, yeah, Gibbs. Yeah. Go check that video out and definitely go uh check out Ignorantro by Yeah, those Jay two Gibbs. cousins, they kill him, man. Like to, to be honest, I like that Get a Bar better than his um single Elementary, I think it was. I like yeah. that better than a yeah. single. Like, my man just yeah. got up. Even though I know it was plotted, whatever. He got up. I think he eating noodles, whatever. Eating a sandwich. Got up. Hey, yo, John. His big <laughs> homie was outside. I'm like, who this nigga? Like, his big homie, whatever. He came out. Start wilding, like, in his backyard. Like, really bars. Like, give, John Gibbs is yeah. talented. The dude is dope. Like, he's one of the best right now doing it. Yeah. I ain't even just talking about Christian rap. Like, j- check for j- just, just rap thing. Check, check for John Gibbs. And check for, and check no for space, Jay Gibbons. Jay Gibbons. <laughs> like, his album's about to come out. He's about to, like... He's one of the few left of Humble Beast. Him, Jackie, and Beautiful Eulogy, and Propaganda. And they just let their artists go, like, hotcakes. I don't know what's going on. They gave each on an album, dropped them. Uh, they dropped... Very has it. Very has it put out a diss record towards them. Can't tell me you didn't. Lee Green didn't even get an album. They just said, you can sit down in your barnyard somewhere. Like, before known is going. Like, Humble Beast, that was another beef. Them and they artists. Because <laughs> they don't believe in contracts. Well, shout out to them anyway, man. They cool. But, um... They said they don't believe. They don't, bro. It's all ministry, and I don't knock them for that because they're doing everything freely given and in a different way. So I respect. And I mean, it's got to be expensive to produce albums like that. It really is. I want to say, I want to say, I was listening to an interview. I think it was with Braille, and he talked about the cost of producing a well-crafted album. Yeah, I salute them, man. It's like, uh, it's like 
10 to 15 Gs. Wow. That's a lot to put out. Wow. No, huh? no, what? That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. to put out to not make the album for purchase only. Like I said, I salute what they're doing. Um, They had to do, they had to do what they had to do to make everything fit and go accordingly. So I rock, I rock with that. You know, Ishan's my favorite rapper, so he, he won't have a hard time finding another place. So just rocking on his own, like, <clears throat> G-O-M Yeah, yeah I, I would say Because since uh, Flo left Dayton is dope too But it's like Somebody else over there Would make the thing like You know what I mean Rock even more so Bruh Ishan and Selah Bruh Shout out to Selah Selah With Biz With Bruh. Bumps With Lock, Man, listen Yeah, yeah So And the rest of them Best of luck to them So A lot of beefs going on this week, man right. It was me Who was it? Let's run it down real quick Shaq and Pippen Ghostface and Bronson Nikki and Taylor Meek and Drake Humble Beast Their artists Stephen A. Smith, his headline, and Black Lives Matter. It was a three-way triple threat. Man, listen, <laughs> this weekend, this Dog. <laughs> this Dog. week has been filled with all types of beefs and threats and singing and talking and parodies. But um, it's been an amazing week. We just had to do this episode real quick to get it off our chest. Um, again, follow me on Twitter. Follow Tony on Twitter. Um, we out here. Y'all want to finish the discussion? Follow the show on Twitter. The number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. Yeah, because yeah, we got like 13 followers. Follow us. You can hashtag two tones. Yeah, I know y'all see the account. Uh, talk yeah, to us. No, I'm talking uh, to I know y'all see the account in the timeline. Just follow them, man. Come on now. It, it, we got like 12 followers. We trying to be good out here. We trying to be great out here, man. Just give us a follow. I mean, we trying to get more out there. So, yeah. It's been a wonderful episode. And we both each got a thousand followers, so we need y'all. Yeah, at least ten of y'all. Stop you playing. Preachers, I need ten of y'all with two followers. <laughs> I need ten of y'all. In I need the ten of y'all line. with two followers to follow. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah, man, dope show. All these beefs uh, were settled. And G. Craig Lewis, you, it was him beefing against the whole. I ain't gonna talk about him, man. I, I talk about him enough, man. Him and Seiko Woods. <laughs> shout out to them. Seiko Woods be ghostwriting. <laughs> hey, yo, Seiko Woods gotta be ghostwriting and stuff. Cause I'm sorry, his. We supposed to leave on that. Well, listen, I'm just getting this out. Sega Woods got to be ghostwriting. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You got. We'll talk about that off air. No, we'll talk about Bro, that. Bro, nah. <laughs> you know me. Nah, I don't we'll care. Talk about nah, that nah, but it's all love though. And I want to say that too. Everything I do is not malicious. It's not spiteful. It's all in love. End of the day. To be real. Y'all gonna let these jokes. But real fly. talk, like I never do nothing maliciously or spiteful. I don't even troll. I don't even say that. I'm doing things. I don't. I just, I'm just being me. I've always been a class clown. I've always been Tony. Never try to hurt feelings. If I find out feelings get hurt, I'll stop. I'll fall back, right? I really don't keep going. All right, Tony. Stop. See, still, don't even say who said that because I, I, I got a fade with him anyway. But chill, like. But it's all good, man. It's all nothing maliciously, man. Nothing spiteful. I love y'all, man. God bless y'all. Just lighten up a little bit, man. We out here. So, and shout out to, um. Well, we ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah. So, it's been a good episode. We gonna talk off here, off here. It's been a good episode. We talk right. to y'all later. And peace. Peace.